Suspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Howdy, partner. Welcome to Trail Buddies. Yeehaw! A Walker, Texas Ranger podcast with hosts Lindsay and Jen. Hello. Hello. Today we're talking about episode five, Storm Warning. Yes. And for anyone who doesn't know what this podcast is about, we have never watched Walker, Texas Ranger before, but the rest of the world seems to have seen it, and so we are watching every single episode, one by one, unlayering the details of Walker, Texas Ranger. And it's been an amazing journey for <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's really entertaining. Um, I had to stop myself last night from going forward and watching more. Ah, uh, I know. I really want to see six, too. It's going to be good. It's about a religious cult. Yes. So, (laughs) um, okay. So, but let's focus on episode five, Storm Warning. Walker shows up unannounced to a heavy metal biker bar looking for an outlaw named Snake Larkin. He busts a few heads and Snake appears through the crowd, but (gasps) it's actually Trevet in a skull cap. Back at the courthouse, we discover Trevette is working undercover while Walker receives and dismisses a chain letter from CD. As a hurricane rolls in, Trevette is loaded undercover onto a bus loaded full of restless convicts. On the bus, the tension is palpable as the hurricane force winds take down power lines and cause the bus to crash, and the convicts rush to escape. Back at CD's bar, Uncle Ray blames the hurricane on Walker's dismissed chain letter, and then they get a call. The bus never arrived. Meanwhile, the escaped cons break into a hotel and take the married owners hostage. Trevette continues to play his undercover role as Walker has somehow tracked them down in record time and peers through the doorway. As the convicts menace their hostages, a mysterious woman in a wheelchair attempts to commit suicide upstairs, but is thwarted by Walker at the last second. Downstairs, the convicts can't hold back and attempt to rape the hotel owner's wife, and chaos ensues. Robin, the wheelchair lady, helps Walker devise a ruse to knock out a con, and she then explains that she was once a golf pro who is now paralyzed due to a drunk driver and her life is no longer worth living. But oh no, a convict snatches Walker and the wheelchair lady runs an interception and helps Walker escape and they share a romantic embrace on the floor. In the hotel kitchen, the wheelchair lady continues to run a diversion so that Walker can pick off the convicts one by one. Walker sets up several Home Alone-style traps as the wheelchair lady checks him out, bending over, and she discovers her life really is worth living. The jig is up, and Walker and Trevette are captured by the head convict, but just before their execution, Robin cuts the electrical panel, and Walker roundhouse kicks the head con into submission. Walker gives Robin a I-always-knew-you-could pep talk, and they celebrate back at the bar. After all that, Trevette learns he still has to go undercover to the prison and he's hauled off mid-celebration for his original mission. The end. Great recap. It's a good episode. You're really good at those. Thanks. Um, yeah, it was a great episode. I really liked it. 
the dialogue was so freaking corny, though. <laughs> like, comments. First of all. give a, Okay, give initial reactions. Okay. Like, when you were like, okay, you saw it. I was like, these convicts, like, are very articulate. And, like, when they're in the bus during the storm, they're, like, speaking poetry. What? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't. I never had any actual quotes down but about how oh the, the night head is, convict yeah the head convict how yeah. he's like the night is going to take us or the night takes he us was, yeah he and was, he was very like uh-huh the thunder is crashing down on us <laughs> but we are still alive like i was like as what? he just peered out the window <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yes okay i was like uh okay like, what is he in jail for? That's what I want to know. What was he did in jail he for? Did he have an Australian accent? He did have an accent. Okay. I don't know what it was, but okay. definitely. Yeah, there it was like an accent that I didn't catch until midway through the episode, and I wondered, did he just now decide to get it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't catch it till he was having a moment with the wife. Yeah, that's when I yes. heard it, yeah. And then he was like, oh, hold me. <laughs> what is going to happen? What's going to happen? That guy was full of emotions. Yeah, I was like... Okay, these comments are different. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What Good were? episode. Um, very David Lynchy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What, you know, yes. finding the wheelchair girl about to commit suicide. It was such a Twin Peaks moment. Yes. Because it was such a weird cold cut where you've got these guys like running around, trashing the hotel, looking for money. And then all of a sudden from behind, you just see a single woman in a wheelchair holding a gun to her head staring out through the curtains. Right, into the storm. <laughs> was I was so like, this is very Twin Peaks. <laughs> um, that was great. And then, yeah, uh, Walker's finding them in speed light. Like, literally, he was like, oh, the bus is here. And then he finds them like. Yeah, so Trevette, actually, let's go back. Okay, so first, when Trevette is going to get on the bus. Walker takes him to, like, the intake at the jail. Mm-hmm. And they've got to, like, make it look realistic that mm-hmm. Walker is really hauling him in so that they the other convicts, who are all just standing there by that Trevette is undercover. So they do this phony beat-up scene. Yeah. And it's... And- I don't What did you think about that? I know exactly. So I had that on here. So Walker hits Trevette, a.k.a. Snake, and then he's like, oh, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. did I really hurt you? And then <laughs> Trevette's like, nah. Yeah. Uh, Trevor is really silly in this episode. Like I, He was pretty goofy. I felt like we got a, another layer of his personality. Yeah. Um, it was almost, m- in a way, more of a Trevette episode than a Walker episode in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah, Trevette. Sure. And he's he's still getting ripped. He's getting <laughs> beefier. Yeah, uh, well, because he was in his prison muscle tee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see what else. So I was really confused in the beginning. Yes. Because Walker goes into the bar and he's looking for who runs with Blackjack. I was like. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then. Um, he was like, who runs with, and I'm just making these up, but it was like, who runs with Blackjack? Who runs with a uh, meathead? Who runs with, it was like, everybody had like a stupid name. Right. <laughs> and then Trevette comes out as Snake Larkin. And then I'm like realizing he's undercover. But yeah. for a second, I was like, what? Yeah, I also have, I think we played right into the writer's hands of like, wait, what? what? What's happening? Is this a dream sequence? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then supposedly Trevette 
a.k.a. Snake Larkin, killed three cops. Oh. That's what he was going in for. Yeah. Uh, when they, yeah, when he brought him into intake, he was like, he's a cop killer. <laughs> <laughs> they should have played, oh, the Ice T song probably wasn't oh. around back then. <laughs> oh, it might. It was 1993. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. That yeah. would have been like the best <laughs> cop killer. Yeah. <laughs> In Texas, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then, like you said, on the bus, that was that, yeah, that was a weird, poetic, dramatic moment. But yeah. so then back at the bar, everyone else is hanging out. It's raining. And I was curious because, um, like, were they just waiting to hear whether Trevette made it? Or they, like, I don't know. They were all just hanging out together in this wet hurricane. Like, shouldn't they have been boarding up their house or helping other people. Yeah. I I mean, they kept showing these clips of the news like Hurricane Patty is on its way. It's already killing people. Flash yeah. floods. And they're just like sitting there. Having beers and talking yeah. about a chain letter. I mean, why not? Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but I still don't understand why Trevette's undercover. Yeah, we never learned that. No, we learned it at the very end. What did we did? Yeah. Why was he undercover? Um, he was supposed to be busting a drug ring and blackjack. Oh. Yeah, we don't learn that to the very, very end. It's like the last... It's like the 30 seconds of the last scene. Yes. I'm still like, why is Trevette undercover? Yeah. Well, it wasn't important anymore because he had a new undercover job to stop the convicts. Okay. So, uh, okay. Oh, and Trevette yeah. has a girlfriend in this one. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was kind of a funny joke because he, when they were originally in the very beginning, like back at the station and we realized like, oh, Trevette was just undercover. He wasn't like a bad dude at the bar. He's talking about how he's going to take out a girl who works there too. And Walker's like, well, not tonight because you're going undercover. <laughs> and just throws him in handcuffs and is dragging him away past the girl he was supposed to take out. And she's kind of like, oh, huh, what's that about? And then the last scene of is like he's like finally invited her out to go on a date, and that's when Walker's like, "Well, no, right now, because you're headed back to prison." Walker's a cock blocker. He totally is. He's like, <laughs> if not, I'm not getting, he's any, racking up the babes. If I'm not getting, he's not getting. Yeah. Well, I think Walker was. Well, he was hooking up a Robin for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So then after. They, the bus crashes and they get to the hotel. Um, I immediately wondered, well, aren't there other people staying here? Because they basically just accosted the the owner and his wife. You know what? I never thought about that, but you're right. It was a deserted hotel. It was kind of like The Shining in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of looked like an old 70s hotel. Yeah. And, um, but I immediately went, is there no one here? So when they flash to Robin, I I had a moment where I was like, it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though, because she was the only person that was there. Yeah, there were no other Like, what patrons. about cooks and maids and bellboys? So and- the only thing that I could put together was because when before the convicts got there and they were just showing the hotel owners, they were, like, boarding up the windows or whatever, and they were talking about the storm. Like, oh, storm's really coming in. I thought, well... They must have sent everybody home to, like, close up the hotel. Yeah, but if you're on vacation or something. Yeah, you're stuck there. Yeah. So I think it was full of ghosts. (laughs) There we go. Robin was not real. Yeah. Robin was a ghost. She really died 100 years ago. (laughs) 
Um, let's see. I just had really the dialogue was so corny. Yeah. Like when the main felon. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, wanted one of the other felons. Go. He's like, Rollins, go, I think go call him. your mother. And the guy's like, my mother's dead. And he goes, well, go call her anyways. <laughs> Yeah. And there is another thing when, when Walker, because Walker's taking him out one yeah. by one. Uh-huh. And he tells one of the guys, 90 per, 90% of accidents happen at home. And I'm thinking, this is no one's home. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't like, even make sense. It was just so, <laughs> like, and then the black thug keeps crying. Yeah. And that's the guy that's in Friday. Yeah, it's Devo. Okay. Yeah. You got a name to it. Oh, yeah. and then the Mexican guy. Who yeah. is that? Luis Guzman. Yes, yes. Um, I was really, um, his acting was terrible. His lines were terrible. The delivery was terrible. But I was really excited to know that he's become such a better actor since this episode. Because he's one of my favorites. He's really funny. Oh, good. Yeah. And he, his acting was atrocious. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Both yeah. of them kind of. They're just, um, luckily now they've I became. I mean, that's not to say that they weren't written in as these like totally stock characters. True. But I think that you can still deliver your lines like you aren't reading off a page. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. No. They yeah. were both terrible. And I and I did feel bad that like they're typecast in these like super racist stereotypes <laughs> because that was no good either. Um, yeah. What else? Let's see. What about, uh, I liked that, so when Walker is upstairs mm-hmm. and he's like sneaking around on the second floor while all the convicts are downstairs, like, you know, getting drunk and harassing people, uh, that Walker is setting up like tripwires. Yeah, but then people are walking back. Yes, and, and the wheelchair is going yeah, back and forth. I was so confused about that. <laughs> it's like... Um, and it wasn't even like these were really elaborate plans. It totally reminded me of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, where he was like, they're <laughs> going to come upstairs soon. So like, <laughs> And then when he's like talking to Robin uh-huh. and he's like, can you do that? And she's like, I can't reach it. She just wanted to check his ass out. Yes, because yeah. then he bent over and she had this like smirk yeah. as they showed his butt. Yeah. She's just like, Haha, I'm that, a little- And that felt... Wildly inappropriate considering that like the rest of the hotel is being held hostage and there's a woman who's going to be raped downstairs. I mean, I felt like Robin wasn't taking the situation seriously. No, she definitely had this like brassy attitude the whole episode. She was suicidal. So I think she might have been like, I don't care. Either way. Okay. Yeah. She was not uh, a fragile. No. Yeah. Because uh, when I when uh, one of the felons comes down, she says, "You're the ugliest fellow I've ever seen." <laughs> like, <laughs> he does have long hair. He unnecessary. Doesn't... Yeah, <laughs> but she was totally the bait. Yeah, she was. Yeah, but I liked how she <laughs> again. This is why I think she was a ghost. <laughs> She'd show up in a corner, like in the kitchen. Like, how'd she get down there? Because there were lots of stairs, and like, how did she make it into the kitchen without anybody noticing when she was upstairs earlier? And Walker says trip wires everywhere. <laughs> And so she's in this dark corner all of a sudden because the guy goes in there. And then she's like, hello. (laughs) She just kept showing up and then rolling away real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, she was really, like, really entertaining. She was. She made me laugh out loud a lot. Yeah. She was my favorite um, character of this episode. Yeah. Um, But she was also really dramatic when 
she was like attempting to commit suicide and she kind of, I mean, the whole episode, essentially, she was like just waiting to get the gun back to like kill herself. But then her and Walker. Yeah. But then like, and I like that as Walker is like setting the tripwires or like running back and forth and looking, he'd be like, don't forget, you've got to live. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, but this really bothered me. Okay, so while Walker's giving her her, like, you gotta live pep talks, he is fully aware that there is a woman downstairs being terrorized by, like, 11 men, and they're, like, all over here, and they're fighting over who gets to rape her first, and she's screaming, and they're beating up her husband, and he's, like, upstairs, like, goofing around. And Trevette's, like, in the background, like, going, you know, undercover, like, feeding Walker some lines, and... He'd have a horrified look every once in a while, but mostly, like, they just left her downstairs. I guess because Trevette was down there. Yeah, but then he was him. then he was leaving. Then he was upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God she didn't get raped. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, no, no, it was like, no thanks to Walker and Trevette. Yeah, I felt like Walker in this episode was not as concerned as he usually is. No. He was kind of like, all right, it's a situation. It seemed like a handle. game. Yeah. 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 Just taking them down one by one, kind of like a cat and mouse game. But yes. he wasn't like, and maybe because there were so many of them, mm-hmm. he couldn't, usually it's just like one-on-one. And I don't believe on. that because we've seen enough episodes where he takes on like <laughs> 17 people at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And other people have weapons and he just manages to like, Kick him in the face and do a few ducks and Some you know house yeah picks. like why I I really felt like he had the capacity but just wasn't in the mood. I think he wanted to be with Robin. Yeah, I think he was like, hey, I don't know. That was you're right. Um, what else? So going back, yeah, Walker and Robin have a moment. The one on the floor. Yep. Yeah, and then <laughs> they end up going on a date. Oh, yeah, that's true. And kissing. Yeah, like at the end at the bar. Yeah. I feel like she's disposable. She's not going to come back. Oh, totally. Yeah. But this is Walker's first love interest. Oh, you're right. And Alex was right across the table. And yeah. so I wanted to know, like, is she bothered? Yeah. I don't know. And, like, Uncle Ray always talks to him about, like, getting married and having kids. And yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting that. This is his first. Do you think she's going to kill herself when Walker dumps her? Basically. <laughs> In front of him. <laughs> um, when she, you know, like at the at the end when she kind of saves the day, it was like, so Walker and Trevette get like, you know, held by the cons. And she rolls into the kitchen and sees the electrical panel way up on the wall mm-hmm. and is like, I'll never be able to reach that. But somehow she reaches and reaches and does manage to hit it. How did she do that? Yeah, we should practice that because I don't think... Like she was... You can't have... On the ground reaching like three to four feet high minimum. Minimum. Maybe she just had like the adrenaline rush. That her legs worked? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it worked that way. That she just like jumped. Uh, did like a, like a, like a handstand push-up kind of thing? (laughs) Yes. I don't know, but you're right. I mean, probably in reality... We should myth bust it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do that. There's an electrical Um, panel right outside this studio. Okay. We'll we'll find out. (laughs) Um, But she saved the day. Yeah, she did. And Walker knew she could do it. Yep, exactly. Uh, Did you have any other 
WTF moments. Let me look. Uh, one line that Walker said, which I completely did not understand, your idea of family sucks the high wind. What does that mean? I have no clue. Say How? that again. Your idea of family sucks the high wind. Sucks the high wind. I don't know, but I'm going to start using that in conversation. The chain letter? Yeah. CD? Yeah. Was obsessed with the chain letter? Yeah. And then the That's storm when he happened. said it. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. He said that when uh, he was in the bar looking for a snake. <laughs> Let's Naturally. See. Uh, Trevette was really silly in this one. Yeah. Let's see. Light pole. What about the chain letter? Oh, just how, like, Walker tears it up. Yeah. And then the storm happens. Oh, yeah. So do because you think... Because chain letters are bad luck. Yeah. And he just needed to reply... So you think the storm, the hurricane, everything happened because of the chain letter? Possibly. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying so it happened after he tore it up. All these people in the panhandle died <laughs> because Walker dismissed a chain letter. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. I don't have much more other than at the end of the episode, it finally tells us why Trevette's undercover. Yeah. Which was... Kind of, that should have kind of been in the beginning. Yeah, it should have. But you're like, you didn't even know. Nope. I but I didn't even care anymore because <laughs> I felt like he was on a new mission. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fine. I didn't care. But all is well in the world. How about life lessons? What's your life lesson from this one? Oh, it has to be something with Robin. Yeah. Almost attempting suicide. Mine was, don't let a physical disability hold you back from living life. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said that, but... Maybe true love will keep you alive. Mm, was it true love? Love. Lust, Lust in the moment. Lust. Yeah. She just wanted his... It was a really inappropriate place to fall in love or be uh, ogling each other. I'm excited to see if she's coming back on episode six. I really don't think so. I felt Bets? like... Yeah, let's take a Taco Bell? So you think she's going to come back? Yeah, let's bet some Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> let's bet some Taco Bell. I think she's going to come back. In the next episode or just in the future? I'm hoping next episode. Yeah. Definitely, I mean. Definitely in the future, but I'm hoping next. Okay. All right. I just feel like Texas is in a. She seemed like uh, a one and done. Especially no, I, considering I just, that she was in a wheelchair. I don't feel like Texas is a one and done kind of guy, though. Mm. I have, I seriously have no idea, but I have a sense we're going to see a lot of women come and go Ooh, because that is a Hollywood paradigm and it just seems like, uh, it brings more in, it, it brings more in between him and Alex having tension. Like they can't have tension every single episode, right? Right. So you kind of have to have like women come and go. I'm Stock hoping characters that. After we watch 1,786 episodes, <laughs> the final episode is him and Alex getting married. Really? Okay. Do you ever think Trevette and Alex will hook up? Nah. I don't either, but... Nah. You never know. You never know. There could be a moment of passion in some old barn that catches fire. <laughs> they could be thinking that they're going to be gone. You know, they're both going to die. Yeah. And just bang it out real yeah. quick. 
Alex looks dirty. She's always wearing like no bras. Yeah. Her boobs are always just swinging. That's because she's a modern day feminist. Oh. She doesn't need to wear a bra because that is a symbol of patriarchy. All right. I'll remember that. I hate, I hate wearing bras. So. <laughs> well, I'm it's a, a symbol of patriarchy. I'm a feminist. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it. We're wrapping it up. All right. I'm Have ex- a good one. I'm excited for next time. So. Yes. I can't wait for the religious cult. <laughs> unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you any wrong you do he's gonna see when you're in Texas look behind you cause that's where the ranger's gonna be